Hey everyone, welcome to Ask Us. We are so excited that you are here. This is the show where you have questions and we have answers. So it's simple, it's straightforward. My name is Emmanuel, some people call me Manny, and this is my amazing wife, Becca. Becca, say hello to the, the gang out there. Hello, everyone. Well, we are excited to jump in. So if you have questions for us that you want us to answer, email us at askusalready at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's jump into our very first question on Ask Us. So fun. So exciting. (laughs) All right. So let's start with this one. My husband is struggling with obesity. Do I call him out? Okay. So what we have here. Hi, Garinos. I don't want to put my name on this one because it's a really sensitive issue for me. Yes, obviously. (laughs) My husband, let's call him John, has been struggling with obesity. We met when we were in college, and at the time, John was super involved with sports. He was part of multiple clubs, would run most days, lift weights at the gym. He was super fit and healthy, and was part of what attracted me to him in the first place. I find it very sexy when someone takes care of their body. Well, we've been out of college for years now and got married a couple years back, and John's health has been slowly sliding from in shape to a little overweight to now bordering on obesity. I love my husband very much, and I don't want to be mean or unkind by calling out his weight, but he's been gracious with me in other areas, and I don't want to seem nitpicky, but it seems he's been turning away from a lot of good habits slowly over time. He doesn't meal prep like he used to. He often gets takeout from work, and instead of hitting the gym each evening, he just wants to veg out and watch TV, which I get. I don't work out super often either, but I'm pretty strict about my diet because I've seen some health restrictions or I have some health restrictions. So my weight is always in check. He'll play volleyball or tennis with his friends maybe once or twice per week. So technically does do physical activities, but I'm just concerned for his health. How do I go about this situation without blowing on my marriage and making my husband feel super insecure? So this issue right here is something that we kind of dealt with personally when we started dating, I was working out a lot and I wasn't necessarily in Adonis when I first started working out, but, um, slowly, but surely I start gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight. What was your advice to me in that time? Cause it was powerful and it was great. <laughs> yes. This one hits pretty close to home. You were never bordering on obesity per se, but Manny was super in shape when we started dating. And then about a year in, I think we were engaged at this point and (laughs) he would say this so often when we were hanging out with people, he would just be like, I already got the girl. I got the girl. (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) So I can have another slice of German cake and it became this thing where we were eating out all the time. Well, that needs to be talked about for a second. When we first started dating, I would just (laughs) go to the store and buy slices of German chocolate cake and eat that. And it was awesome. It, tasted it was great. most nights. It was, most it was nights. that or it was the drumsticks. And it was sometimes multiples <laughs> at night. But it felt like a daily trip to fries to get some type of treatsy. Um, but about a year into us being together, I think, yes, we were engaged at this point. And I'm going, hey, we are planning a life together. I want to be with someone who's healthy and I'd really seen him slip as far as his um, taking care of his body. So I sat him down for a conversation at one point and I just said, Manny, 
I love you, but you're not taking good care of your body. I know that you can be really in shape and I don't like seeing this for you. I I don't want you to die when you're super young because I didn't say something and I didn't call you out. Like, I think it's so, so important with the person that you're spending your life with. Like, loving someone isn't just, oh, I'm going to be nice to you all the time and never call you on your your BS. Like, we all have it. We all have things where we're in the wrong or we start slipping or we're not um, taking good care of ourselves. So I would say <laughs> to our... Um, person who wrote in, absolutely, you need to talk to your husband about this. And it's not being mean and it's not saying, hey, you're a fatty, like get it together, dude. Like there's ways you can go about it where it could be really mean. And there's ways where you're coming from a place of I love you and I want to spend the next 80 years with you, not the next 40 because you didn't take care of your body and like your spouse is your first line of defense of calling you out on stuff. I felt so much love when you did that. At first I was very confused though, because I had been in shape for so long and I'm like, what are you talking about fat? I'm an Adonis over here. I mean, (laughs) look at me. And it took me, I I went on a drive. I remember that day and and all of a sudden it kind of just all settled into place. And I was like, wow, I really have gained a ton of weight. I really have let things go. And I didn't even realize it. So maybe they're actually struggling with that a little bit of they don't even realize because it's not like people go from 180 pounds to 360 pounds in one day. It's just slowly over time, you gain a few pounds each week, you gain a few pounds, and then you look at old photos and you're like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't look any. I don't look <laughs> Who's like that this guy? person anymore. So yeah. my biggest takeaway was, wow, she loves me. She cares about me. She's on my side. And so if you know of someone who's going through that, you can say things in a nice way. You can say the truth in a nice way of just, hey, I know you're better than this. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And what's really going on? Because when someone's gaining weight, there's it's just a side effect of something going on in the heart and the mind there's some sort of pain that's going on there. And so for me, one of the things I would say is, hey, I already have the best woman I could ever ask for. Hey, I already have an amazing job. I got an amazing house. I won the game of life. And I was actually in this place of, is this all that life has? You know, because I've I've got everything that I could ever ask for. And I'm going, well, is that it? You know, I, I won the game in my early 20s. So I got 75 years left. I might as well enjoy myself with a couple ice cream cones and some extra TV and, you know, <laughs> a couple of things like that. So finding out what's really going on is the most important thing. So first seek to understand, then to be understood with what's going on. So don't just lead with, hey, fatty, uh, stop mm-hmm. eating so much. Yes. Go about that conversation in a very kind way. But two, another thought I had is, you know, if you are a couple like Manny and I, we like to spend all of our time together. So for us, when we were trying to get into better shape, it was really fun to do P90X together. We had a few years where we were really on top of it, doing it together. So 
you could help your husband too by suggesting activities that maybe both of you would like. Like maybe both of you like running or maybe it's weightlifting or maybe it's swimming, whatever it is for you guys that you both could enjoy. Then it's not this, because I know for me, sometimes I have that like, oh, this is kind of a negative because it's taking away time with my spouse or my kids um, working out. But if it can be something fun where you're doing it together, like he's, um, I think it was volleyball and something else that he does with his friends. So if you can find something that you guys like doing together, that could be a nice way to ease in um, just having those activities be a plus, a fun thing versus, okay, I'm doing this to, um, you know, just all on my own. And because my wife thinks I'm fat (laughs) something, you know, make it more fun. Absolutely. All right. I think we got that one. I'm going to have you read the next one. So not everyone's typing about my dyslexia in the comments and going, <laughs> this guy can't even read. Okay. We've got one here. Parking lot battle. So the other day I finished playing basketball when I started walking to my car. My car was parked at the high school I play at, but not in the parking lot. Instead, it was parked on the street right outside of the parking lot. This is where I've been told to park for years as to keep the spots open for kids coming into school. Since we often finish right when the first few kids arrive, there are never any real issues with us parking on the street for school drop-off. And for the most most part, it's always a non-issue. However, my dilemma is I shower at the school after basketball so I can head right to work. This puts me out of the gym about 10 minutes later than everyone else, which brings us to our issue. When I walked out to my car this week, I saw the new parking lot attendant walking my way. I say new parking lot attendant because previously there was never a parking lot attendant. As I got closer to my car and I went to go towards the door, the parking lot attendant stepped in front of me, which blocked me from getting to my car. For reference, I am 6'5", and although I am not going to build any or win any bodybuilding competitions, I can hold my own in a fight. Think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Game of Death. Okay, Manny, you Somebody would get that reference. Regardless, when he did this, I looked him up and down, and then he said to me, so you shower here? I said, uh, yeah, I'd love to tell you about it, but I'm just trying to go to work if that's allowed. Now, credit to him, he realized he was doing too much and got nice and was like, oh, well, I just asked because if you leave around this time, it really um, messes up our drop-off operation. Now, that at that point, I should have probably said, I know you were right, my bad, and got moving, but hindsight is sometimes twenty twenty. Instead, I said, uh, no, that is what you're doing right now. I said, we have been doing the same thing for years. I literally just park here because this is where we've always been told to park and we're invited to play here. Now, again, credit to him. Um, He was nice about the situation and told me I could park in the small section of the parking lot closer to the gym. So I would be, so I, I think this is supposed to be, so I wouldn't be blocking anyone in the future. I said, thank you. And then he asked how I played and I said, badly. We both laughed and I left. My question is, did I handle the situation correctly? Okay, so I know who wrote this in, and I'm not going to name you by name, but you know who you are, and you're a close friend of mine, and so that's why I know it's you. 
Um, you are a total wimp and a pushover for not having taken his head and slammed it on the front of your car. And that is a joke, by the way. <laughs> Feel free to laugh. So I think the big thing with this, when I first heard it, he stepped in front of the car. That's nuts. Am I right? Or what? I mean, he stepped in front of the door. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it's like weird. It's weird that he did that, but I don't know. it If it's the parking lot guy is new, so maybe he's been there a few weeks, but it always seems like this guy is getting in the way. So from his perspective, maybe he's stepping in front of the car like, forcing this issue i i'm going to oh he's forcing the issue yes so he's like i want to make a point of talking to you about this it doesn't sound like he said anything that mean to me i don't think he said anything that mean i think actions speaking a little louder than words right there a little sketchy second point yeah you could have taken his head and smashed it on the front windshield of your car that's one option probably wouldn't recommend it but something you could have done if you're a real man. Um, but no. second, yeah, taking the shower in the school. Um, semi-sketch, but how did he know that you were taking a shower in the school? I thought he said that he mentioned it to him. He didn't mention it oh, to him. The guy came up and said, so you shower here. So you shower in here now? That, that was creepy. his opener. So... I'm wondering, is he Has been he hiding out on yes. him in the shower? Yeah. And he's trying to broach a Is relationship. this the worst <laughs> pickup line in history? Are we experiencing that right now? I hope not. I don't That'd think be so. bad. I hope not. <laughs> it's a little concerning to say the least. Now I'm starting to wonder if he wasn't so nice, maybe you gotta tell on this type of guy, but I feel like you handled the situation just fine. I think it's just a weird, weird situation. I don't think anything's super concerning moving forward. If he was continually being weird and standing in front of your car, then I mean, I would talk to him about it or talk to somebody else who works at the school who's said you can play basketball here. It's okay that you shower here because if he's trying to make you feel bad about doing that, but someone already said it was okay, then getting them involved potentially, but hopefully it wouldn't have to go past this situation. <laughs> I, it doesn't sound like you were in the way. I've been a part of, it's like, I've been a part of high school drop-offs in high school, and it's like there's hundreds of cars, so I can't imagine one car really creating a massive issue. Yeah. But apparently if they hired a parking lot attendant. Well, I, I think he handled it just fine. The school's I, doing great. Yeah. Just got excess money that they're hiring. I guess so. Parking lot attendants. But I think he handled it just fine. Yeah, sure, you could have been a little bit more tactful. It was nice of the guy to have done that. I think the only issue here is if you are uh, taking your shower and all of a sudden you just feel this cold breeze open, you know, <laughs> uh, across your neck, you know, and then you start feeling like kissing on your earlobes or something. You turn around, there he is. I think that's something to worry about. So even if he's not doing any of that, if he's in the shower and you see him, see you, 
well, then you might need to go MCU on him and take that bad guy down. But that would be my uh, two cents on the situation. Anything else? No, I think you did just fine. All right. But keep us updated. Yeah, really. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see. Friends always exaggerate. Let's start with that. Hi, guys. Todd here. I have this friend who we will call Michael. We've been friends since childhood. I love the guy. He's great. But he does this a really annoying thing. His numbers are never accurate. He's always one-upping people. We're talking about basketball. He says how dunking is easy for him, and he usually scores 30 points in the in his pickup games. I know this isn't true because I played with him, and he can barely touch the rim. <laughs> He can barely touch the rim. One of our buddies signed up to do a half marathon with his wife, and Michael is quick to jump that he could run six-minute miles and would totally smoke him. We're both in sales, and we're talking. Um, and when talking about work, he'll say his close rate is close to about seventy-five percent, and he's always in the top of the leaderboard at the company. Another thing is he'll just lie about financials, like that he paid X dollars for drinks, and so we owe him, and he's got a mortgage of two percent after everything skyrocketed up. I could go on and on. None of these are that big of a deal. The rest of the group seems not to be bothered and takes his word. It takes all of his words with a grain of salt and doesn't call him out. But having been friends with the most for almost 20 years now, I'm not feeling it and I'm at a breaking point. There's nothing he's done or nothing that bothers me with just the exaggeration in numbers and one-upping things. I've been living with him a long time. I Should I let it go or should I call him out on the BS? Honestly, I don't know how his girlfriend is going to last with anyone who's not uh, trustworthy with numbers, let me know what you think. Okay, numbers <laughs> lying guy. Um, we all know someone like this. It's interesting. I feel like everyone, if you're talking to them, they'll talk about someone that they knew growing up who was just a compulsive liar. And it's a really weird thing. And most of the times, it's not about really important stuff that needs to be handled mm-hmm. or needs to be done. But we had a friend growing up and you would say to him, hey man, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, I'm just having a burger. And he'd be eating a chicken sandwich. And it's like, why <laughs> Why do you need to lie about that? That's so, that's so, so weird. weird. It's just the There's weird There's no lies. reason to lie about this. Yeah. So he would lie about super weird stuff. And so we all know people who are like this. Some people, you know, they make mistakes more often than others are bad at remembering the score when you're playing a game or something. But then there's these compulsive liar types. And it is a weird thing. And honestly... I think it does need to be called out. Um, I think maybe the best way to call someone out like this is with a group, not just one person saying, hey, stop lying, man. What are you doing? It's more if the whole group just starts calling them out about the thing, then I think that's a lot times a lot easier. And then they know that, hey, I can't just be lying to this group. They're on to me on some level. So I think that helps because if you're just the one person, then they might just keep lying to everyone else and it doesn't fix any problems. Yeah, a couple things. If you were doing it with the group, just make sure that everybody's on the same page about, okay, we're going to call them out on this specifically, maybe. Because if you think everybody's on the same wavelength as you, but you double down on like some random thing that he says and you're like, hey, that's not, that's not right. No, you're in the wrong and nobody else like cares about that issue specifically. And then you're just kind of left hanging there looking like really mean. It could really sour things for you guys. And I don't know. So if you're going to go that route of like doing it with the friends, 
I think it, I think it could potentially backfire. I, I would maybe pick a specific one of the things that he frequently lies about. That's like very documentable. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but one that is like, Hey man, I've never, like if he's talking about dunking and it's like, Hey, Let's see it. Let's see a video. Let like show me that you can dunk. It's definitely something that could be documented. Like show me that you can dunk. So it's just like so I don't know. I'd kind of want to like slowly erode away some of these things. Or if it's something financial and he's saying it and you know it's not true and you have like proof of this or could somewhat yeah. be like, "Hey, oh, like he mentioned the mortgage thing." It's like Hey, I got a mortgage around the same time and mine was 7%. Like, what mortgage company did you go to that gave you 2% rate? You know, so like getting hit the ball rolling on like questioning him because, yeah, it is a concern for the girlfriend of, hey, this guy's just lying about numbers. What about this idea? You just start lying back. And going back on the other end, I'm just thinking, I'm not thinking from the girlfriend's perspective right now. I'm thinking from being a friend to this person. I'm thinking about this person in particular. Um, but, you know, what if you just went back to him and was like, oh, you can dunk? What type of dunk can you do? Oh, I can do, you know, just two hands. Oh, really? I can do through the legs. And he's got to call you out on yours. You can call him out on his. Okay, let's go to the park. Let's go ahead. Let's Let's do it. Or go ahead and film that dunk. Or... Whatever that thing is. But I think having that that dunk thing of like, hey, let's see it. Hey, go ahead and film it. Hey, you play basketball on Tuesday? Okay, can you film it for me? Hey, I'm going to tell Brad to record you doing the dunk because here's what's going to happen. A liar, he's going to go to the game and he's going to say, oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to do it. I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll do it next week. So if you get Brad or XYZ friend in on this and you say, hey, they're going to record you. They're going to call you out because then the liar has to literally say, oh, I couldn't, I didn't play in the game. I couldn't, I, I got hurt. So now they're having to sit games to keep up with this web of lies. At some point, they got to just own up to this thing and know that people are going to start calling them out on this. So start with something small, like we're saying. I think that's the best way. Yeah. Start with something small and I don't know. Yeah. Something that you can... Have him film, have him prove <laughs> there's something. It's not just, you know, pie in the sky number over something. I think it is frustrating. We all know someone like this, but I think for your own heart and attitude, just if you do really care about this friend and regardless of how he responds, if he stops doing this or not, you want to continue the friendship, then just let it go a little yeah. bit. Like if if there's something that he shares that's like dangerously like inaccurate, I don't I don't even I can't even think of an example, but something that would be um, really really bad. It's like call him on that, or he's talking about investments, or what he's going to do with his money, or something, and you're just like honestly concerned for him. It's like you know step in. I don't think it's wrong to call him out or start slowly questioning him on these things but I would just not put too much pressure on what the result is yeah. and just, just love him because 
there's always going to be people like that who are <laughs> just exaggerating like well, crazy. Well, it's coming from a low self-esteem probably too with a person like that of, hey, I can dunk, I can do this, I, I make all this money. And so again, first seek to understand before to be understood, but it's okay to call them out and say, let's see it. And then if this this house of card lies starts coming down, then, hey, what's really going on? Why are we lying about being able to dunk a basketball? That's something that's not something you need to be lying about. So, yeah. All right. Well, we had some great questions tonight, and I had a lot of fun. And so if you have any questions that you want to ask us, that you want answered on the show, email us at askusalready at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to answer those on our next show. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.